honestly. takes in a row. Oh, that was really And we're like, hi, five seconds later, hi, oh, no, that's not quite, okay, try again, one more, hi, hi, goodbye, is that how we do it? That's how you start a podcast. Oh, delightful. Things are off to a good start here on Honestly. A podcast. With Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. We didn't do that at all in the last episode. Like, we didn't remember, first of all until like oh, two minutes it was in. two minutes in yeah. and then we didn't do the that was logan oh oh it's like we really <laughs> killed Yikes. it we were just i mean what's continuity <laughs> we don't know her we don't we never have and we never will probably never will so what are you gonna do how are you i'm good i'm um a little bloated right now for some oh, reason fun but whatever let's chill <laughs> What about you? I'm okay. I uh, don't think that my jaw has unclenched in the last 24 hours. Ah, so Love we're it. living our best lives. Living for it. I'm tearing Truly, up. You are. I was like, what is wrong? I don't What's know. I happening? feel like my eyes have been very watery since I got here and then I just yawned and so now it's worse. It's just, she's, I'm just constantly on the verge of tears. <laughs> it's, it's just who I am. Let it happen. Um, so I bought a magic bullet a couple weeks ago. Yes, very exciting. Two weekends ago, I went to Canadian Tire, because I had to get a couple of things, and I happened in my travels while I was in the store to see magic bullets, and I've wanted one for so long because it's my favorite infomercial. (laughs) I have seen the infomercial for the magic bullet probably half a dozen times I've watched it in full. The only thing with the Magic Bullet commercial, infomercials, is like, is there like white people not being able to do things? Like I can't remember like if it's as severe as other infomercials. No, it's not as severe. And like they might have changed it since its origin, but it used to be oh, the woman's name was Mimi and she had a <laughs> husband. And I don't remember oh, his Mimi. name was but it was like the morning after they threw some party oh. and so they're in the kitchen using their magic bullet and like they have like a the friend who's like still hungover who like wanders into the kitchen and there's like a female friend and then there's an old woman who's like smoking a cigarette and I was like really she was at your party like the demographic seems off but it's just so hilarious and, like, they're making all these different, like, breakfast things. Yeah. And they're just, like, it's just like, oh, like, look at us, like, making these things. And everyone's like, what is that? And they're like, oh, this. I love, I love, um, I don't know what infomercial it's from, but I, like, on Tumblr you always see, like, yeah. the compilations of, like, oh, failures. Yeah. And, but the best one is the one where she reaches for a Tupperware <laughs> and just, like, starts throwing them <laughs> all around. And I'm like, 
You did that yourself. That was your own bad. They didn't fall out. I like the one where I think it's the woman just like hammers a hole into the wall. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to hang a picture and it's like punch right and through. And I was like, you didn't even try to hit the nail. Or the you one where he has like a bowl of popcorn and he goes to sit on the couch and just throws it upwards. Yeah. And all the popcorn goes everywhere. And you're like, all right, I don't know what you were going for. Yeah. But uh, respect, I guess. I just, yeah, anyway, so, like, the Magic Bullet one is just my favorite, because it's just such a trip, and there's just, like, there's, like, a plot to it, and a story, <laughs> and I really love it. You want to know Mimi more? I do. More I wish Mimi. I, I wish I could remember everybody else's name, but anyway, so, I have wanted a Magic Bullet for years. Like, ever since the first time I saw that infomercial, I was like, get me that device, because it really does look yeah. magical. Um, so I was in Canadian Tire a couple weeks ago, I saw it, and I was like, listen, I make my own money now, I'm gonna spend my hard-earned dollars yeah. on a magic bullet. So I was very excited, I get home, and in the store, I kind of, like, quickly looked through the box, and I was like, it looks like everything's there, it doesn't look yeah. like it's been tampered with, amazing. That's what you want. It's <laughs> what you want. So I get home, I'm all excited, I'm in my room, I'm unpacking my magic bullet. You're like, can't wait for all the things I'm gonna make. And I'm laying everything out, and I'm like, looking at the box to see what's supposed to be in there, and I'm like, check, 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 and then it's like, the only thing missing is the blade, which- <laughs> The one, kind of the one thing that you truly need. Arguably- what holy fuck if those dogs don't shut up my dogs oh my are having god a grand old time I'm trying to tell a story <laughs> anyway so arguably one of the most important pieces yeah. of this whole appliance is the blade um so it's missing it so i'm like great i will return it so i didn't feel like taking it after work any day that week so i went the following weekend mm -hmm. which was last weekend which happened to be the Black Friday weekend. Fun. So I go in, I have my old magic bullet in the bag, I go over, and I want to get a new one that actually has all the parts. Mm -hmm. So I go over, get a new magic bullet, check everything in the box, it has all the parts. <laughs> has the blade? Has the blade. Crazy. Has the cups, the party mugs, the- Ooh, the party the mugs! The comfort things mm. you put on so the threads yeah, yeah. are- it's got a, it's got it all. It's got the baby. It's got it all. <laughs> it's got the two cookbooks, the one in English, the one in French. We're good to go. Um, so I go up to the return exchange customer service counter, and somebody's just finishing up in line, so I'm waiting. It's fine. They finish up. They carry on their way. The girl that is working there does not look at me or acknowledge me or take any notice that I am standing there. She continues on mm. with finishing up what she was doing. She's filing away a receipt in the slowest way possible. She is tidying something. She is doing everything. And I am just standing there with my two <laughs> magic bullets. And like, I'm like, help me. All right. Finally, after a solid minute of ignoring me, she comes over and is asks what I can, like, what she can help me with. And I'm like, hey. Oh, nothing. With oh. your two magic and bullets. And I forgot. The best part was, so because it was Black Friday, the magic bullet was on sale for half of what I oh. bought it for the weekend before. Yeah. So I was like, fucking A. Yeah. I'm going to save money. So That's always nice. It is great. So I get up. She finally pays attention to me. And I'm like, hey, I bought this magic bullet last weekend. It's defective. I want to return it, it and then get this one that has all the parts. She's like, okay. Now this, <laughs> listeners, is where the fun 
truly <laughs> begins. Because not at the Lost Blade, really? Because I am not embellishing when I say I was there for probably thirty minutes. Um, and boy, it was just one thing <laughs> after another. So I'm like, okay, I want to return this, and I want to buy this one instead. So she processes the return, which took some time. <laughs> I don't know if for she, unknown reasons. I don't know if she was new. I don't know what her employment record is with yeah. Canadian Tire, with that franchise. <laughs> um, she seemed to not really know what she was doing. Okay, fair. And I, I really do try to cut retail workers some slack because I know that it is not a fun job. Um, I understand that they have a lot that they have to deal with. So I was trying to be patient, but holy, she was just really slow. And <laughs> I wasn't in like a hurry or anything, yeah. but I was just like, it shouldn't be taking but, this long. Yeah, it's also like you weren't in a hurry, but you weren't not, not in, in a, a hurry. hurry like you know? I would not like to be at this Canadian Tire returns counter no. for as long as I have been. So she does the return for the magic bullet and then she like does the exchange for the new one and like that process probably took 10-15 minutes and she had to bring over a more senior like sales mm -hmm. associate to help with it so I was like okay <laughs> so she does that return the other one exchange the other one and then she's like okay and I'm like Okay, no, but because this one is now on sale for half of what I bought the previous yeah. one for, I should be getting some sort of money back. Yeah. She's like, no, we can't do that. And I was like... Oh, but you can. And I am a relatively mild-mannered person. I really don't like to cause an issue, cause a fuss. But I, at this point, I've been there for a solid 15 minutes. It's yeah. been painstakingly slow and completely unnecessary. And at that point, so she was there, and then the senior sales associate was there. And they're like, no, you can't, like, return something just to buy it at a cheaper price. I was like, and I was like, no, no. Like, I bought this a week ago. It was defective. It has I, no blade. I am bringing it back. And, and it happens to be on sale. And I, I'm bringing it back. I am returning this one, and I want to buy this one at a cheaper price. I just, I don't think it's that hard to comprehend. It's not no. like I was trying to scam Crappy Tire. I just, just so happened that it was on sale. And so I said that in a very stern voice. I was like, don't fuck with me right now. <laughs> I am not in a mood. Like, I would just like my money back. And so, like, immediately the senior sales associate was like, oh, no, okay, like, that's totally fine. Like, we can do that. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah no you shit, can. honey. You like, can. you can do that. Um, but then it just continued to cause problems because they were trying to return the old magic bullet and then like sell me the new one but it kept ringing in at the wrong price and so this just was going on and at this point there is a line of people behind me do I feel sorry for them? No. Uh -huh. Do I feel bad? No. Could I have walked away at any point? Absolutely. Absolutely. But it was the principle of the thing. And if there's one thing that you should know about me, I really get my, like, like, I get blinders yeah. on. Like, I get fixated on things, and I will not let it go. So I went in there with the sole purpose of returning my magic bullet and getting a new one. one. Yeah. And when I found out the new one was on sale, I wanted my money back. 
I was not leaving that store until I got a new magic bullet yeah. and got my money back for the old one. So, some more time goes by. The new, the slow cashier is trying to figure out how to exchange and, like, give me my money back. Taking so much time. She can't figure out how to do it. And, like, at a certain point, she just kind of stopped trying. And, like, she was trying to find the manager. But there was another issue going on at the other cash. And so... Of course. And so the manager was preoccupied dealing with this woman who was crying. Oh. Um, it was a lot. This is a very eventful Canadian tire. No, it was, like... I... Canadian tire usually is, like, dead, smells like rubber. I There's love kind of the like smell a of weird Canadian tire. Of, really? Oh, it smells so good. It's the only good thing about Canadian tire is the smell. Oh. I just, as soon as I walk in, I, like, like uh. take a big whiff. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love that tire smell. Anyway, yeah, no, normally Canadian tire is the most boring place yeah. on earth. But anyway, it was, like, popping. To the point where you're, like, is are these people who are here ghosts? Yeah, no, like, exactly. Are you real? They could have died years yeah, ago. They probably did. Um... So the manager is busy, and so the girl that's trying to help me genuinely doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And it's just kind of, like, pushing buttons on the screen, but, like, nothing's working, and I'm just watching her. <laughs> and, like, you can tell that she's like, I need to make it look like I'm doing something, but, like, I don't know what I'm doing. So she just keeps doing the same things over and over again. And also, in this process, they asked me for my phone number six or seven times. Because they kept, because, like, they have, like, a customer, like, yeah. thing there where, like, everybody has, like, an account yeah. based on your phone number. And the I was like, girl, by the end of it, how do you not know what my phone number no. is? I've said it and to you if, so many times. Like, just write it down at this point if you know you like, keep having you have a Like, you this, have a feeling you're going to need it again. Like, okay, personal information. Like, height, hair color. <laughs> so, she clearly doesn't know what she's doing. She can't figure it out. The other sales associate, like, also doesn't know what she's doing at this point. So, finally, the manager's free from the crying woman. She comes over. I'm really interested about that. Like, what was she crying over? I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, I don't want to, like, air out her laundry, okay, like, fair. on our podcast. Because it's kind of sad. Um, so, the manager finally comes over. And the two sales associates are, like, explaining the situation. And <laughs> the manager just goes yeah so return the old magic bullet give her her money back and then process the new one as a separate transaction Purchase, yeah which jesus i could have told them that 30 minutes ago the thing is here i am listening to the story and i'm like so i guess they tried that and it didn't work no but no they, they had not tried the simple pretend they're two separate things. Exactly. No. She's returning it now and coming back four days later exactly. and buying it again. Exactly. Like, pretend it's that. No. What they oh, were trying to do no. was exchange it. So it was like, I'm gonna give you this $50 magic bullet and I want this $25 one. So you literally should have returned it, walked away, waited two minutes, came back oh, with the Oh, I contemplated it. And when they first, like, raised a fuss about me getting yeah. my money back, like, getting the difference yeah. back, I was like, okay, so let me return this one and I'll go to the other cash and pay for the new one. Like, yeah. that's what I was going to do if they were going to, yeah. like, press it. But they, did they it. got over it. So the manager comes over, gives them her sage wisdom and advice <laughs> on how to handle this very easy situation. Oh, no. And finally, the girl is able to do it. We return the old one, I get my money back, I buy the new one, 
I go on my way. <laughs> with your magic bullet. With my magic bullet. It was so much. And, it like, I felt bad for the girl. Yeah. Because, like, at the end, she's like, thanks, like, I'm so sorry about all of this. And, like, you could tell that, like, yeah. she felt bad and, like, was kind of embarrassed, like, at how long it took. Yeah. But I was like... What are you gonna do? Like I, I was like, yeah. I was just like, thank you. (laughs) Bye. Did you make anything with your magic bullet? Not yet. It's still in its box. (laughs) Well, the first thing you make is gonna taste great. But Uh, as soon as I got home, I like went back through everything, and I was like, this better have all the goddamn parts. Just talking about Black Friday too reminded me of something that happened the last time I was in my store. Yeah. Um. There's a woman who keeps calling who speaks at a volume that I don't think anyone humanly can hear. Mm. Like, I don't think it's at a volume that humans can hear. It's like, uh, and I'm like, mm? <laughs> you're on a phone in, I, in a store with people and music. I can't hear yeah. you. But what I'm getting, she's like, can, uh, do you have the shirt that's full sequins with the full sequins? And I was like gotta be more specific like give me a number anything a shade of sequin just kind of anything yeah um but she was like I called the other day and they said they would have it in in the next couple of weeks okay and I was like oh no then I guess it's not in yet um haven't seen any full sequin shirts and I was like but, um, as they said, we get shipments in every couple of weeks, so call back in a couple of weeks. Am I not working the next day? And the phone rings, and I answer it, and it's the same familiar, quiet voice talking about sequins, and I was just like, are you kidding me? And I was like... No, we still don't have that. Nothing like, has changed in the past I, I like, 24 I like, hours. We haven't got it since you called yesterday. She was like, oh, okay, so when will you be getting it in? We get shipments. I did the whole yeah. spiel again. And she goes, okay, I'll call tomorrow. And I went, no. Like I said, no, call next Wednesday. I just gave her a random date. Like, no, no, just call next time. Just not tomorrow. Like, give it some time. I don't know what's not to understand about we get shipments every couple of weeks. We don't have this one yet. Mm. Call back in a couple of weeks. Okay, I'll call tomorrow. No. No. Not no. 100% what we're going for. No, not but, grasping um, that. But alrighty. <laughs> cool. You know? But I survived Black Friday, so that's, that's good news. God also. bless. My heart goes out to any retail employees that had to work Black Friday um, I'm sure it was a nightmare. Good for you. You guys um, are the true MVPs. Really proud of all of you. Um, I mean, people are a nightmare. Truly and honestly. I'm yeah. That's well, really. That's really all it. there is. That's that the moral is of the story. Really, yeah. It was so interesting because I worked really early on Black Friday, so like leaving the mall as it was getting to like peak busyness, yeah. I was like, I will never return here. Goodbye, friends. That's kind of like the ideal situation. Yeah. Like, as annoying as it is to have to get up that yeah. early, at least you know that like it's not going to be that busy. No. Like, cause you don't work at like a Best Buy. No. Um, <laughs> that's the only place that had a line. Yeah. It's like it's right. like you don't work at the type of store that's going to be busy at seven in the morning, and by the time you're leaving, 
people are just coming out to go <laughs> shopping. Like, See ya. You're like, I don't have to deal with any and of this. And you're seeing all, like, when you get to the subway, like, all the people trying to get in from all, like, so many. And you're like, I'm going the other way. No, no. See you later. Bye, everyone. So good. That's so good. Fantastic. It was very, very nice. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Very nice. What are we doing? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. Um, you tweeted an article. <laughs> oh. That was. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, so I was, uh, scrolling through the Twitter yesterday, as I do, and I came across, um, an article that Nylon had, remember Nylon? <laughs> remember that? Um, they had tweeted, and their tweet that they linked the article to just said, Jennifer Lawrence reveals to Adam Sandler why she's rude to her fans. And so me, being the person that I am, just quote retweeted it, and I was like, hard pass. Um, Just based on everything. Just based on everything about that tweet. I was like, this is not something that I'm interested in. Um, But then Zoe said that we should talk about it, so I read it. And so, very briefly, it's a very short it's, article. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you can really even call no, it No, it's like a blurb it's, at best. I mean, a couple of very small paragraphs. <laughs> so, <clears throat> basically, J-Law and Adam Sandler sat down for uh, Variety's Actors on Actors thing uh, to discuss being a celebrity. Adam Sandler, that is a bold thing to call yourself I mean, at this time. <laughs> he is worth a lot of money. Very sad. He makes so many movies. His jorts are worth more than my life. (laughs) I mean... Truly and honestly. Truly and honestly. So, Jennifer apparently is quoted as saying, Once I enter a public place, I become incredibly rude. Um, She even goes on to say she becomes, quote-unquote, a huge asshole, telling those seeking photo ops and conversation with the actress that it's her, quote-unquote, day off. She adds... That's my only way of defending myself. So, I mean, I und—I actually don't understand. I'm not a celebrity. I've never been a celebrity. I will we're, never be a celebrity. We're icons. Um, I can understand that as a celebrity, there could be times in your life where people are very invasive. Yeah. And didn't she have nude photos leaked? She I did. mean, sure. I feel sorry for her about that. Um, I can imagine that it would be hard to not really um, be able to go anywhere and just, like, do things privately yeah, or, like, like no low-key. at all. But my sympathy for celebrities is, like, pretty short-lived because, A, you made a choice to go into this industry and, like, hey, you became famous. Congrats. That's clearly what you were going for yeah. by getting into acting. Um, also, without fans, you would be nowhere. That's the thing. Um, I'm like, yes, no one owes you, like, a picture with them, like, whatever, but you don't have to, like, actively go out being, like, once I enter this space, I'm rude to everyone around. Like, why? I just think Like, that's... if someone is rude to you and is, like, one of those fans that's, like, in your face yes. and is not respecting your boundaries or Absolutely. being, like, take a step back and I'll take a picture with you. Yeah. But, like, just immediately, <laughs> right off the bat, being, like, I will be rude to you, <laughs> even if you're, like, I love you so much, you saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> so... 
I think that was just another attempt on Jennifer Lawrence's part to be, like, quirky. Yeah, And funny and, you know, being rude is relatable. She has a lot of those moments where you're like, oh, you thought that was going to be, like, a cute quirk that people would be like, me too, oh my god, can you believe we're the same? Yeah. Like, no. Like Can't relate. Like, when she was on, what, I don't even know, one of those late night shows and it was, um... Why can't I think of his name? Jesse Eisenberg. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was, like, the segment before talking about all these things that, like, he has to do before he he comes on stage. suffers from anxiety, depression, and OCD squad. And he was, was like, oh, like, I couldn't come up these stairs. Like, I had to go a different way. I was, like, explaining, like, all these things that literally impact his life on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And she comes out, she's, like... Oh, I was just, like, thinking, like, I don't have any, like, quirky things about me. Like, I wish I had your quirks. And he just goes, like, he, you can take them. He looks so uncomfortable and sad when she says that. I just don't, like, I don't know in what world you thought that was okay to be like, oh my god, I wish I had your quirks. I mean, like, neurotypicals, am I right? <laughs> we can't all be neurotypical Karen. Karen. Um, yeah, so that was just a little, a little treat. Yeah, she's just that I wanted to share. Little treat. But I was reading it earlier and I texted Zoe and I said that it reminded me of um, (laughs) my day. My day? Which, for those of you that don't know, a few years ago, a video surfaced of (sighs) Ian Salmerhalter. Who knows? Later, awesome. Um, From Vampire Diaries. And he's out and about in Italy or something like that. Hold on. Quickly, also, my sister watches Vampire Diaries, and she was explaining to me one day, she's like, oh, I have to catch up with Vamp Dies. And I was like, ah! I was like, pardon? No, she pardon? didn't. Nadia, pardon? Vamp Dies. Vamp Dies. Vamp Dies. Vamp Dies. Anyways, he was on Vamp Dies. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. I'm going to process that later. <laughs> Um, this is coming from the person who shortens literally everything. I have no leg to stand on. Um, yes. So there's this video of him in Italy, and he's coming out of this building, and there's a lot of, like, okay, not a lot, but there's some fans. There's honestly maybe a crowd of 10 to 15 people. I would say a solid dozen fans of his. Um, they're kind of milling around, obviously hoping to meet him and get a picture, just, I don't know, shake his hand or something. And they're all, like, waiting patiently. There was no, like, They're being very respectful. Yeah. And he comes out, and they're very excited. (laughs) And just without even taking a chance. Without even saying hello. No. (laughs) Without even addressing them. Not even a hi. Not, not saying hi, not saying, oh, thank you so much for, you know, waiting around for my boring ass. Um, he immediately launches into this tirade. Yeah. He, like, first of all, like, he walks out and, like, flings his arms forward <laughs> and just goes, no. <laughs> and you're just like, what, what are you saying no to? Like, no. That's how I'm going to leave like my house from lady now. Bit. No. It's like, okay, Ian, huh? please. Simmer down. So right off yeah. the bat, just no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he continues to say 
something along the lines of... He's like, of, I will not be taking pictures with anyone today. He's like, I love you. Um, oh, yeah, he's doing that He's doing, like, those praying hands thing. What, where you're, like, pointing with your prayer hands? Oh, you're like, like, for you. Thank you. you. Love. I love you. Thank you. And it just sounds so condescending. And he's wearing a fedora. He's also. wearing a fedora. <laughs> that should go without saying. Um, and he's saying, thank you. I love you. But I will yeah. not. <laughs> I will not be taking pictures. It was like he was practicing this in front of the mirror in his yeah, hotel room no. before he left. Yeah. He was like, okay, all right, in the elevator, like, cracking his section. Yeah! <laughs> I will not be taking any pictures. I will not be taking any pictures. I am not going to be stopping. Blah, blah, blah. But the best part the is that he reaches his hand upwards to cup his breath. <laughs> and he grips it. And shakes it when he says, this is my, my day. day. <laughs> and shakes his boob. He has the audacity <laughs> to grab his breast and shake it at the crowd and say, my yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. My day. So, just to recap, he comes out, immediately says no. <laughs> to a crowd of quiet teenage girls. Who, some of them are like... There are some girls who are crying because they are so excited to meet that he's him. There, and the he first should thing, feel so thankful. The first thing he says is, no! <laughs> no! Then continues to say, oh, I love you. I Thank love you. you. Thank you so much for being here. But I, I will not be taking any pictures today. And then people, because it is my day. And then people are like, please, Ian, please cry. And he's like, no. 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 And like brushing their hands <laughs> off of him. Like there's there some plebs <laughs> that just oh, don't deserve to breathe the same air as him. But like recently we remembered that this video existed. Yeah. So we of course watched it on loop for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And we were doing my day so much. That when Logan went home, the next day I woke up, I was like, my boob hurts from literally pretending to be Ian's And grabbing it. My day. With the force that he grabbed My his day. Oh, uh, please do yourself a favor. Yeah, just search um, Ian Somerhalder, my, my day. day. It'll no. come up on you. <laughs> It'll no. come up on YouTube. Oh. That should be our new intro to the podcast. Just, no! <laughs> no! Oh, um, yeah, it's just like such a complete disrespect it's for his fans. It's so funny. It's just, I love you. Thank you so much for being here. And you're like, wow, you rehearsed that a yeah. lot, didn't you? I just, you almost believe it. He should be grateful that he even has fans. I After mean, like, the vamp dies. What has he done since the vamp dies? I mean, does the vamp die? How does Who it knows? end? I don't know. I read two of the books. Oh, right. It was based on a book it was series. A book. Yeah. The book was fine. I remember. I never got into the show or the books, but I did know that people really enjoyed them. Yeah. People people were into them. And uh, the vamp dies. Yeah. My day. My day. This is our day. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. We Just will not be know. taking photos. Um, but speaking of famous people, which perhaps we will be one day, um, we have merchandise. It's very exciting. That we purchased for ourselves. <laughs> and no one else. No one else. Um, you might have seen, uh, pictures 
uh, Instagram story, perhaps. Yeah, I, I feel like Zoe posted yeah. that on the podcast account. But we got ourselves two little mugs <laughs> and a bunch of little stickers and some stickers, and it's very exciting. Um, so I don't know if any of you listening are interested. Yeah. In merchandise. I don't know if any of you would be. Um, wishful thinking. Wishful on thinking. Our day. Our day. Um, but let us know. Yeah. Um, we can, we can get you sorted with some, we'll, some merch. We'll post pictures again of what the things look like so you know what you would be getting yourself <laughs> into. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Super cool. Super cool. We're famous. Love it. It was so exciting receiving those in the mail. I was like, whoa. It looks real. like, everything looks really cute and professional, and I'm Thanks very- Thanks to Julie and her logo. Yes. Oh, us. true. That, yeah. <laughs> it would be nothing without Julie's logo. I'm no. so glad that we got new artwork before we ordered any, like, merch, yeah. because it would have looked not as good. No. Like, I loved our little things before. I was like, this looks amazing. Oh, I thought they were phenomenal. I love this. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened. And then immediately after receiving our new artwork, I was like, what were we doing? I was like, that was a literal piece of Who trash. let us do this? <laughs> Who allowed us to operate? Who let the dogs out? Truly a question I've been asking myself for years. Forever. Truly forever. Truly <sighs> Let's talk about Jigsaw before we forget about Jigsaw. Oh, right. So, I don't know, like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like, early November. <laughs> it was, like, it was the week that I was on vacation. So, almost three weeks ago, we went to go see Jigsaw, which is the newest installment in the Saw franchise. The entire franchise. The entire franchise. Um, and we meant to talk about our thoughts and feelings <laughs> about it, like, that week, but yeah, we, we forgot, and then we forgot, and then we forgot, but now we're remembering. And it's here. And it was so, good. And we liked it. The end. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, it was very good. We um, obviously enjoy the Saw movies as much as anyone can enjoy those movies. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty, pretty brutal. <laughs> but um, that's what's enjoyable. You're like, wow, I have to sit, like, with my hands over my face. I love like, oh. having my eyes closed for a majority of the film. <laughs> yeah, the greatest. No, but what I do like about them is that they always have such good twists. Yeah. That's what I really like. Um, only twist that we were collectively like, no, was uh, when he was like, because he's my nephew. Oh, yeah. So at one point, <laughs> Jigsaw was explaining, like, why he, like captured somebody and was gonna kill them or whatever and it was like this really far-fetched story it was like nothing about it had been mentioned up until that point and nothing was mentioned after that point yeah it was just like yeah i brought you here uh because you sold a motorcycle to a kid and the kid died on this motorcycle well and guess what nephew they were roommates. <laughs> they were roommates. Yeah, it was just, like, really random and, like, kind of forced. It was like, yeah. oh, really? That was your nephew? That's weird. That, and that's really convenient. It didn't add anything to no, the story. No, not really. Um, it could have just been, oh, you you killed a kid because you sold him a defective motorbike. And you're yeah. like, all right, I see where you're going, sir. Like, okay, John. 
Um, but yeah, he took, took it like one step further and yeah. I was like, he was, he was my, my nephew. nephew that we never mentioned ever it's in never, any of the other movies. It's never been brought up. No. Um, but I really, I thought the twist oh, yeah. at the end of this one was phenomenal. I did not see it coming. No, not at all. Like, um, you obviously expect a twist because it's solid. Oh, and you're yeah. Like, What's gonna happen? And I guess, like, I wasn't, like, obviously I wasn't really expecting anything because I, like, don't try to predict yeah. the twists in those movies, but... Um, it really got me. I was not ready it for it. It was good. It was very good. Um, there was no really annoying people in the theater no. either, which is, uh, always nice and refreshing for us because wherever we go, we seem to be seated beside people who are doing the most. And they probably think the same thing about us. And rightfully so. It's our day. Our day. There were those people that just left partway through oh, the movie. Oh, Yeah. I don't, I assume they didn't realize what they were getting themselves I, yeah. into. They were like, oh, this isn't a rom-com. I'll leave now. <laughs> you're like, yeah, no. His face this is isn't literally a movie about puzzles. <laughs> Weird, it's called Jigsaw. I was really expecting Aww. a movie about a nice puzzle. Um, yeah, good movie. Would recommend. It, yeah, very good. Very spooky. Gory. All of the above. Oh, also, um, Matt Passmore, who was on a show that I used to watch called The Glades, he played, um, uh, not a detective, he was, like, a medical examiner in Mm -hmm. it, and his last name was Logan. Or his first name was Logan. Yeah, so they kept just going, Logan. They just kept calling him Logan, and I was like, And every time I turned and looked at Logan, as if she didn't know her own name, and I was like, that's you! They said it! It was me! Look! I love when people say my name. Say my name, say my name. When no one is around you, say baby, I love you. Speaking of uh, bad singers. Wow, cold. <laughs> I think um, I'm a beautiful singer. No, I was talking about myself more so. Um, uh, yeah. Elijah Daniel. Uh, back at it again <laughs> at the Krispy Kreme. I... You know, I hate that we keep mentioning this guy. There's just really... We were talking about this earlier, but there's just no escape from any of them anymore. No. And it doesn't matter who you follow on things. No. They'll come up somehow. Yes, because as you discovered today, Willem Willem. is now a part. Yeah, because I know that Willem has uh, their show called Suckless, and they have... um, they have people on. They had Elijah yeah. and Christine on. But, like, I thought that was just, like, oh, because they're, like, hip and half now. Yeah, just, like, and, a one-time uh, thing. It's topical to have them on. And uh, we'll never speak of it again. But, no, they're just, like, friends now. So They're pals. Uh, yeah, that's another account. You have to watch out for them on yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Elijah Daniel, a.k.a. Lil Gaysler, um, has launched his rap career mm-hmm. um, with a song called Gaysler. Yeah. That's not that. It's like the actual Gaysler, but spelled with a P-H to be quirky. Yeah. Um, I mean, catchy. I will say that. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't deny that. It is, it is catchy. Um, Much like my dogs barking. I love that keeps your dogs. Um, so he has a rap career now. Uh, Hoodie Allen. I don't know if that just like sent a tremble down <laughs> anyone's spine. in 2012? Um, but Hoodie Allen 
is featuring on an upcoming song by Elijah Daniel. We mentioned it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that he was in it. No, but we didn't we, know that part we yet. We knew it was called Elton John. Elton John. Um, we had the beat down 100% yep. by just going Elton, Elton John. John. Elton John. Elton John. Elton John. Did I mention Elton John? Because if not, Elton, Elton John. John. Um, yeah, so it turns out that Hoodie Allen is going to be featuring on that song. Listening to the snippet mm-hmm. real quick on uh he posted on Instagram. Instagram the IG um, yeah Hoodie Allen says the little gay slur he does uh which is mm, not entirely okay i uh, yeah. in the sense that it's not at all okay yes i yes yes yeah um see and again perhaps i have no leg to stand on as i am not in the LGBTQ plus community. Did I get all the letters yeah, right it. in the right order? I always find it difficult. Um, so perhaps my commentary on the gay slur is irrelevant, <laughs> but I feel like Elijah Daniel, as a gay man, as I said last week, if he wants to reclaim that word, go, go for, for it. it, knock yourself out. But yeah, Hoodie Allen, who by all accounts is a straight white male, um, him using it, is questionable. Yeah. To um, say the least. Also, like, the hordes of people who are going to be listening to the song and who are now fans of Elijah and company are going to be singing along. Some of them, I'm sure, will be in the LGBTQ oh, community. Yeah. But uh, I assume many of them won't be. Mm-hmm. So... I don't think that's super cool. <laughs> so they're well, gonna be singing along. But I mean, like, I guess to... it's like any rap song. I mean, like, you can, like, I listen to a lot of rap music. I don't yeah. sing along to the N-word when they say it. But some people Some will. people do. Oh, absolutely. That's um, the thing. But, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, I guess it's like no different than that. But, um, I mean, it's like different, just like, the same sort of thing. Like, using a yeah. word that is derogatory towards a certain group of people that have been oppressed. Um... <laughs> words <laughs> get them out oh, it's so get hard out. for me um yeah i don't know it's um i just oh i was gonna read his tweet that's what i was oh, gonna do yes read that tweet shoot um so again <laughs> oh god i'm opening instagram that's not right okay so he is doing this whole rap thing it's a vibe it's Oh my god, he changed his bio on Twitter to oh. rap icon. Oh no. Okay, I need to find this tweet. Um, that's upsetting, to say the very least. Oh god, um, he tweets so much. It's so well, didn't he also, you sent me that thing where he said that he and Tana were... Um, oh god, yeah, you talk about that <laughs> what while they, I'm... I don't even remember what he said. It was, oh no, it was they like compared... Tupac. So, yeah, so Tana tweeted something about how her and Elijah, like, just got into their first fight, fight, and then he replied being like, ha, we're like Biggie and Tupac. And, no. (laughs) I would say not at all. No, not even slightly. But, um, but, uh, live your dream. I mean. Do what you gotta do. Just seems a little, (laughs) a little much. A little wrong in every possible way, but who are we to judge? I really cannot find this tweet. Um, 
It was something along the lines oh, of, Oh, like, it's oh, right there. It? Okay. So, somebody tweeted, and they said, Elijah Daniel became everything he made fun of in the beginning, which, like, okay, a little dramatic, but, but sure. But also, fair. Um, and he, quote, retweeted it and was like, wow, it's almost like, da 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 satire. satire. <clears throat> um, Logan sent that to me, and I legitimately began laughing hysterically out loud at my phone. Um... Because it's literally, it's, no, it's not satire. You are very, very serious. I, somebody. You tattooed a, a gay slur on your forehead. Somebody, not, re- somebody replied to his tweet with this meme and it's like, satire requires a clarity of purpose <laughs> and target, lest it be mistaken for and contribute to that which it intends to criticize. Bam. Ooh, roasted. Um, yeah, and I said to Zoe, like, it's, like, his reply where it was like, uh, it's satire. It's just, like, one of those things where, like, you're high-key very serious about something, but, like, people drag you for it, mm-hmm. and then you're like, uh, just, like, I was kidding. It was a I joke. Can't, I can't believe you didn't get it. Like, um, wow. it's really meta, like, sorry, but, like, only intellectuals <laughs> would get this. Very highbrow comedy. But it's just, like, that type of thing where it's, like, you immediately backtrack when people start yeah. to make fun of you for it or, like, drag you for it, and you're like, oh, no, like, it was a joke, like, can't you see that? But it's like, you were, like, high-key really serious about it. I just, I don't see a world ever where someone would get a tattoo on their face mm-hmm. as, like, a joke. Like, a, oh, haha, I'll satire. just, like, add to the satire. Like, n- no. <laughs> and no. so here's the thing. And, like, this is just, like, some word vomit. Let me just, like, work, just work through this. Okay. So you. Elijah has made some tweets saying that, like, he wants to be a voice for, like, you know, like, closeted gay kids or, like, kids that, like are, like, struggling, like, with their sexual identity and, like, maybe don't feel comfortable, like, being really open about it and he, like, wants to be, like, overly, like, gay and in your face about it to kind of, like, I don't know, like, be, like, a positive icon to them or whatever, which, like, I definitely support that. I think that's that's awesome. Like, be a voice for the voiceless, you know? Um, but we're gonna anyone. Um, (laughs) but what I don't, what I'm not on board with is him using... Um, hip-hop and rap as his, like, vessel to do Mm -hmm. it. Because, like, he could just have, like, a satirical pop career if he wanted to. Or basically, like, any, like, EDM. Like, any other genre of music. Or not even music at all. Or not even music at all. You could just stick to, like, what he and Christine do. Air quotation. I mean, like, whatever they do. Comedy and... Yeah. All that jazz. To me, it's just, like, um... be like again if it's satire then like what are you being satirical about like are you making fun of hip-hop and rap because that I mean like we talked about this last week with like Post Malone and him not really like respecting a genre that he contributes to um I just like I don't know like like what's the joke here yeah is the joke that you're gay okay if if you want to make that joke that's fine is the joke that you are a white gay male trying to have a rap career that's questionable because yeah. why is that funny? funny because yeah. you recognize that you are white and not somebody who's typically a part yeah. of that culture yeah. for the culture you know <laughs> i just uh yeah yeah i 
And again, do I have a leg to stand on? No, no, not at all. But that hasn't stopped us before talking about things. We have a podcast. Um, we clearly like giving unsolicited <laughs> opinions on things. That's our whole thing. That's what we do. That's our vibe. But yeah, like it's like that tweet said that it has to have some clear thing that you're trying mm-hmm. to like make fun of, like poke fun at. Um, that's not we can't see it we can't see what you're trying to like maybe i just don't understand satire and i just feel like smart enough you know and it's like okay like are you making fun of like soundcloud rappers like i get that like they can be really goofy sometimes but also again it's um a lot like like, not all the time sometimes it's like goofy white rappers and i'm like okay like bye but again it's like you have artists like lil pump who I don't personally listen to. I know, like, that one song, Gucci Gang, which is, like, catchy. But it's, like, again, like, there's, like, this new, like, wave of, like, SoundCloud rappers, and a lot of them, eh, like, a lot of them am? Wow. <laughs> a lot of them I are. Thought, I didn't even know you were, I thought you were just making a noise, like, thinking am. of the next yeah. thing to say. But it's, like, again, like, a lot of them are, like, you know, like, young black men who mm-hmm. are, like, trying to, like, get into, like, the hip-hop and rap industry and stuff like that. And again, as we've talked about, like, it's a genre that, like, its roots are in the black community. Yeah. Because, like Zoe and said last week. something, like... Coming out of oppression, basically. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's a really bold move, A, for a white man or a white woman to try to, like, make a name like, for themselves yeah. in, like, the hip-hop and rap community, but then to also make a joke out of it. Yeah. just seems kind of it's super insulting insulting and just like why like this is not no one is asking for this like no one was like hey you know what we really need we need you white dude mm-hmm. to make fun of rap yeah um tattoo gay slurs on your face mm-hmm. um get a monkey oh yeah he was and shooting the music sing about video. elton john yeah. like no one that's not that's a very niche thing that no one was asking Elton for. John did not ask for this. Keep his name out of your mouth. Mm, please. Um, <laughs> we just got very defensive about Elton John. Listen, um, Benny and the fine. Jets, anyone? <laughs> Don't Benny you dare Jets. disrespect um, Elton John like that. Yeah. It's just every day it gets more and more embarrassing and yes. upsetting to look at. Yes. Um... <laughs> And sure, you might be thinking to yourselves, just unfollow <laughs> him and everyone he associates yeah, with. Yeah, we could. And sure, <laughs> we could do that. But what would we complain about on our podcast Con- that you are willingly listening to? Think of the content. The content. Content. Mm. Good, good content. What's more content that we have for you guys this week? Um, sad news. In Toronto. Okay, whoa. Currently. Sharp turn into sad uh, news. Yeah, the, okay. the stuff going on. What, what else were you going to talk about? You can get <laughs> into it. I don't know. I thought there should be like more working of us. through our list. I just thought there was going to be more of a segue. <laughs> I don't do segues. We're taking left turns. Okay, sharp, sharp turn into sad. Sharp ones. Sad, but it's also things that we will get ranty about. It will lead us into other rants. Rant. Um, I like the dab. It was like a loose dab. <laughs> a loose dab. <laughs> I respect yeah. it. Um, in Toronto, a lot of our listeners, wow, 
Um, a lot of people who listen are not in Toronto, so... Why are you putting your hood up? <laughs> Just the way you said listener. It's, it's satire, Logan. Um, um, in Toronto in July, a trans woman named Allura Wells went missing. And her friends and people around her were like, it's weird that she's not posting on social media and, like, none of us have heard from her. They're obviously concerned. Or, yeah, so they went to police and of course mm. <laughs> they were unhelpful for many a reason because um what her friends are saying is that like four months earlier her mom had passed away mm. and she had started using drugs and she was experiencing homelessness mm. and she was involved in sex work mm-hmm. and the police were like it's a lot oh. of high risk yeah the police were like oh she's involved in sex work that's fine didn't look into it didn't try to help them look for her mm-hmm. anything like that um so today there was news that they found a body in august in a ravine oh right and they have te- like dna tested it and it's allura wells and everyone is like maybe this could have been prevented had the police done something <sighs> toronto police do better, please. All police, do better, please. Um, I just but. think everyone should do better. Yeah. I think that there is such a huge, um, like, stigma around uh, being a sex worker, having anything to do with that industry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, it's like, also combine that with being a trans woman, and there are a lot of people who are not interested in helping you. It just, like, people say this all the time because you hear, like, all this terrible, like, police brutality and just, like, horrible, horrible things that are happening. People are just saying, like, the police are there to protect people, but, like, who are they actually there to protect? Obviously not Allura Wells, obviously not all these people that things are happening to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, because someone's involved in sex work does not by any means mean that they should not be entitled to some kind of protection from the law. No. It is a job, just like any other job. This is unpopular opinions now for some people, but... Listen. I'm not here for turfs, and I'm not here for swerfs. Swerf and turf. Anyone? What's a swerf? Sex work, exclusionary, radical feminism. Ew, go fuck yourself. Right? what? Yeah, that's a thing. There's a lot of people, even, like, people who I went to school with, who really that sex... Drag them publicly on the podcast. (laughs) I will. Brings out a list of names. Just Um, kidding. We're not here for that. No, but there's a lot of people who, like, really believe that um, sex work should not be a thing. I personally believe that if you are in sex work by your own free will and... Mm -hmm are doing that for you and Mm -hmm. are in it and can get out of it if you want to fine yeah just like any other job like if you're being forced to be there yeah that's bad that's an issue even if you're at a mall like that's you shouldn't be forced to be there no i like i don't it's like it's weird to me that people aren't like like, I don't know, like, sex positive and, like, sex work positive, Mm -hmm. because, like, I I wrote a paper on this in, like, grade 12 in high school for my, um, law class, because, and it was talking about, um, whether, um, sex work 
such as prostitution. Can I yeah. say that? Is that acceptable? It's just sex work. Sex work. Yeah. Um, uh, that's like, but like sex legal work is such terms. A, yeah, like, like sex yeah. work is such a general term and it can apply yeah. to a lot of things. In my paper, I was talking specifically about whatever the politically correct for term for prostitution services. is. Yeah. My bad. Um, and so I wrote a paper on how like that should be like, um, like, it should be like legalized and yeah. regulated and they should have the same rights that anybody Everyone. else who yeah. works a job should have because yeah. it's a job. a job um and like you said i um yeah obviously if you are forced into it That's um that good. is a completely different situation yeah. but if it is a choice that you are making because you need to support yourself your family whatever um your body your choice you yeah. can do whatever you want and i just want everybody in any job to be safe yeah. So I'm trying to think of the name of the book that I read that was all like stories. I think it's called Mark's John's, John's. Tricks and Chicken Hawk. Yeah. Like, I think that's yeah, what it's yeah. called. But it's like a bunch of essays by sex workers, uh, male, female, the whole the spectrum. Whole spectrum. Um, sex workers. And it's not just like everything is awesome stories about sex work like there's people who hate it and like literally any other job Mm -hmm. there's people who are like oh this is amazing i'm making money doing something that i do anyways so like why not then there's people who are like i kind of had to make this turn in my life because i needed money and Mm -hmm. i was in a bad situation and now this is what i do it's not the greatest thing for me i don't think but i'm doing it and there's nothing wrong with that but it yeah it blows my mind that people are like so not into the idea of it that they're like oh no they shouldn't services shouldn't be available for this or that because of it makes their jobs. it makes no sense to me because no. to me i've just always seen it as another job yeah and i'm just like whatever my, yeah you're selling goods and services for money yep which is what any other job in the history of jobs is doing yeah and that's you're probably selling the oldest your job known to yeah. man so you're like selling your time and your i don't know what you're doing your services listen if a therapist can charge like a hundred bucks an hour and that's considered legitimate get your money just like <laughs> live your ain't life. no shame ladies do, do your, your thing life. Yeah, but that's just something in uh, Toronto news that's very upsetting. It is upsetting. Because of all, like, the stuff, like, who are you protecting if you're not protecting the people who society is deeming most vulnerable in situations like like this? Like, what are you there for? The marginalized communities that are most often victimized by police brutality hmm. or just police neglect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I feel like everyone should just try to do better, um, and, uh, yeah. Sex work is a real job. Sex work is a real job. If you don't believe that, Support your local sex workers. Yeah, do it. Do it. That goes for people who are in pornography also. Yeah. Yes, you can be a feminist and believe (laughs) that porn is okay. Yeah. That's the thing because porn is such a like it's a topic that actually really interests me and I've like read a lot on it because I think it's such a fascinating industry. Um and yes, again, not all people 
who work in the porn industry are there by their own free will. Some of them are forced into it. That's not good. But there are a lot of people who are in it because they chose to. There are a lot of people who do it and enjoy it. That's the thing. Like, a lot of people are like, this is fun. I love it. And why not, you know? Again, like you said, it's they're getting paid to do something that they they're would be doing, doing anyway. There's a bug attacking me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I, it's so weird that people don't say right, sex is, workers, is something but claim like, that they're fat. I hate, oh my it's god. It's, like, really, really bizarre to me, because it's, like, in, it's a lot of different things. You're, like, you hear people talk about things, or when you start to talk about things, mm-hmm. and it's, like, you feel, like, a shift, and you're, yeah. like, oh, you don't look at this the same the way. way that I would assume people look at these yeah. things, and I think... Like, both you and I, like you said, you like reading stuff about that. You're very interested in that. And, like, if you watch, like, documentaries and stuff and read books about it or whatever, mm-hmm. it's always, like, a lot of the people who are in sex work and are, like, involved in it in a level have been doing it for many years get tested more than people who aren't involved in sex work because oh. that's part of their job. Yeah. So this idea that it's, like, oh, it's, like, dirty, dirty. and, like people are getting, like, oh, diseases left, right, and center, like, yeah. I'm, they get tested more than anyone. Yeah, like, like, I don't know, like, what it is now for, like, in the States at least, but I know that, like, it was every two weeks that performers yeah. had to get tested if they're, like, actively performing yeah. and filming scenes, which, like, I don't know, any sexually active person out there, like, when was the last time you got tested? Yeah. I have a feeling it wasn't every two weeks. <laughs> and, again, sure, that's not the case in all the situations. Because, as with any job, there's going to be people who take advantage yep. of the situation, don't cut corners, yep. and, like, it happens. But looking at it as something that's so horrible is, like, really wild yeah. <laughs> to me. But there are two documentaries on Netflix that I really, really like, and if you are, like, interested in the world of um, porn performers. I would recommend watching them. It's called After Porn Ends and After Porn Ends 2, which is the sequel, in case you couldn't tell from the number two after the (laughs) title. Um, They're both really interesting because it looks at a variety of, like, ex-porn performers. Some of them are still, like, doing it. Um, And, you know, it talks about their career in porn and you know, life before and life after, and it's it's just, like, a really interesting look at it because it really humanizes them um, and reminds you that they are people, people. just like everyone yeah. else, and they have families. Um, it's also really interesting to, um, as with everything, you look at how the women's lives after things are vastly different yeah. to men after leaving porn. Men go on and do other jobs. Some of the women do, and then some of the women are like, it's my kids were taken away, like, this happened, and that happened. It's and... a lot harder for them, yeah. and I feel like any time I kind of, you know, like, read up on it, or, like, watch something about it, I think it's a lot easier, I shouldn't say a lot easier, but I feel like it's, it seems like it's easier for men to get out of the industry, yeah. where it seems like women will try to get out, but they end up having to go back for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and it just seems like it's, it's harder for them to get out. And again, if it's, if it's their choice to get back into it, then that's, you know, fine. Yeah. And I support them. Um, but again, it's just like anything, if you want to leave 
an industry. I don't care what industry it is. It could be the fast food, like, service industry. Like, you should be able to leave and have... But that's the other thing. I feel like, um, if... If you've been in, like, the, like, sex work industry, like, from a, like, a younger age, like, maybe, like, you got into it, like, out of high school or something for whatever reason, I feel like these, a lot of people don't have the resources to then go live a quote-unquote, like, civilian life outside of the industry, and that's really unfortunate, and a lot of them feel like they can't get out of it if and when they want to, because they don't know how to live, because it's, like, its own little world. It is, and And, like, like... I've, you know, I've seen it in, like, so many different things, like, people who are in, like who do various, like, sex work and stuff like that, like, they really only associate with, with other, other people, people who are in the same, like, realm. Because, like, of course, like, like you said, it's, like, its own little world, so. Because, like, you don't, like, because I can't imagine, like, having people, like, gawk at you and, like, ask no. questions and be, like, really invasive because, like, just because they've seen you, like, have sex on camera, they think that that, like, entitles them yeah. to... You. A- enti- yeah, entitles yeah. them to you and, like, ask invasive questions yeah. or, like you know be inappropriate towards you and just like the way things are viewed like even just we're talking like people not seeing it as a job first of all imagine Mm -hmm. trying to have like friends and people outside of that and just having like a conversation like oh how was your day at work yeah and the reactions that you would get it's like oh cool like I I had someone returning a magic bullet for half an hour that was my day yeah I think it's definitely hard to find people who can relate to you when you work in that industry and like it's unfortunate but it just I think it can be kind of isolating yeah but it's really interesting read up watch documentaries yeah very I mean it's just like it's like anything educate yourself if you don't know much about it um because I think a lot of Sometimes I think people's opinions just come from, like, ignorance and lack of education Mm -hmm. on a subject. Um, And so, yeah, I don't know. Go read up on something. Do the work. Do the work. Do the work. Do the work and support your local sex workers. (laughs) That's it. That's the message to take away from this little segment. I remember um, doing, like, last year of university, I was in a class that was about, like, uh, women's work in, like, the 21st century. Mm -hmm. And, like... Uh, me and my friend Allie were in a Shout group. Shout out to Allie. <laughs> we're in a group, and we we really wanted to do, like, um, sex work mothers who are in sex oh, work. Oh, wow, yeah. And everyone in our group was kind of like, eh. And then we were like, no, listen, it's going to be good. And then yeah. we, we did it, and it was like, they were That's more, awesome. they came around, and then we're like, oh, yeah, because when you said, like, mothers in sex work, they were like, the children, think of the children. You're like, okay. How are babies made? People have sex. <laughs> Crazy. I, wow. Um, that's, people are so ridiculous. Yeah. Once we finish recording this, you need to, like, spill the tea on <laughs> oh, I I will. the worst. <laughs> um, I can't believe we're already, like, This is gonna be a in. long episode. Um. Because we still have more content for you. <laughs> we do. What's our other content? Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. So, I feel like, like, I know I'm getting tired of talking about how trash men are, but it just, like, more and more stories just keep coming out, and the latest is Matt Lauer from the Today Show, um, and he, wow, shocking, sexually harassed, abused, assaulted people. Um, this one also had, like, a button... You heard about the button thing? That? Um, oh. This is 
It was one of those, those things. Most sinister where thing I'm like, I've ever this heard. This is something from a Bond movie. Yes. Like, this is not real life. Yes. Um, Matt Lauer had a button fitted to his desk, the underneath his desk, like not even like very Mister Burns esque. Yeah. So, um, what it was, it was he could open and close the door from his seat. Yeah. And lock it. So he could, so, he could lock unsuspecting yeah, victims so in his would, room. Yeah, so he would bring women in and lock the door, and they couldn't get out, and he knew that no one would be able to walk in and interrupt any kind of inappropriate behavior that was happening there, yeah. which is super messed up for so many different reasons, but it's just the shock value of that one just added... It was... It, it was just a, a really, um... Yeah... Just, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's overwhelming, <laughs> like, actually It was just, like, a little cherry on top of it. Just I was like, like, oh, and you had, like, a weird button. I was like, wow, cool. Matt, good for you, you know, trying different Innovations. things. Innovative, for sure. No, he's trash. Um, 100%. It was yeah. just, um, I, yeah, I got to work yesterday, and I went down to the Tim Hortons that's in our building, and they have a TV in there, and CB24 is always playing, and it was, like, breaking as I was standing in line to get my breakfast, and, um, I saw Savannah and Hoda talking about it, yeah. like, and I, I personally think that they handled it pretty well. Yeah. Considering, I mean, like, they read the statement that was released by, like, the president of, you know, NBC or whatever, and, I mean, like, obviously people knew about what was happening, and, like, they're like, like oh, That's the thing with this one in particular that I was, like, really was the whole like oh no one knew but like he had a button fitted like the people someone knew people have to come in and be like who well, installed that button exactly well sir this will lock the door once you press it like why else would you need that there is no upstanding good positive reason why you no. would need a button like that it's like hey real quick um i need a button that will trap people in my office um, without me having to put any effort For into and without them, them knowing that, that I'm, I'm going to, to trap, trap them. them. Yeah. Um, but I thought, um, all things considered, Savannah and Hoda did like a really pretty good job of like addressing the situation. And like, I really, um, liked the point that they made about reconciling the fact that somebody they knew to be a good person, yeah. somebody that they both worked with for years and years, um, reconciling that with the fact that he has done these horrible things to mm -hmm. other people. And it was kind of like what we were talking about last week with Len, um, Lena Dunham defending the guy that writes for, or writ, yeah. writ <laughs> <laughs> wrote for girls. Um, and it's like, yes, somebody can be abusive to one person, but they could like, also be very nice to another. People are multifaceted beings. And Amazing. Like, they were, um, Rachel and Chris were talking about this on this week's episode of Copy with Rachel about how, like, that's an abuse tactic that people yeah. use because if you have this outward appearance of being, like, really nice and charismatic and, like, oh, such a good guy, no one is going to believe if somebody comes forward and says that you were abusive towards yeah. them. That's, like, if you look at people who are, like, child predators, too, like, don't have to tell anyone, but, like, the majority of people who... Um, prey on children mm -hmm. are people that the child knows yeah. and that the family knows and we're like oh them no they would never they would come over for Sunday dinner and we would go to the beat yeah. like it's all like fun 
nice stories and then yeah. you hear this and it's like what no that's so out of character yeah that's on purpose that's <laughs> like, kind of the point yeah yeah just yeah great stuff and just like what is it al roker uh the yeah the guy. weather guy he also was like on that talking about the same kind of thing mm-hmm. being like yeah i i understand that he was my friend and i had respect for him but also we have to yeah believe the women that are coming forward exactly work Um, from there like and yeah and i just think like that's i I mean that is what it is i mean i i don't know how much prior knowledge these people had of what was going on it sounds like a lot of people knew and just you know didn't say anything about it but again i think it would be really hard to kind of realize that somebody you were friends with was also an abusive piece of trash yeah um, um, of course, also the statement, did you see it? His apology. I didn't bother reading it. Um, I just, I have to read this, this apology, loosely say that, because mm-hmm. it's another one of It's those, a non-apology. The ones that we've heard so often. Yeah. Um, there are no words to express my sorrow and regret for the pain I have caused others by words and actions. To the people I have hurt, I am truly sorry. As I am writing this, I realize the depth of the damage and disappointment I have left behind at home and at NBC. Some of- this is the- this is the, like- The kicker. kicker. Some of what is being said about me is untrue or mischaracterized, Mm -hmm. but there is enough truth in these stories to make me feel embarrassed. I regret that my shame is now shared by people I cherish dearly. Repairing the damage will take a lot of time and soul-searching, and I'm committed to beginning that effort. It is now my full-time job. The last two days have forced me to take a very hard look at my own troubling flaws. It's been humbling. I am blessed to be surrounded by the people I love. I thank them for their patience and grace. Um, just as a rule... Mm-hmm. When you're apologizing, you shouldn't add a line in about how some of it's not true. <laughs> yeah. Like, not really the time. Like, I'm sorry that I did that, but I didn't do all, all of that. Of it. But there's enough of that that I did do that I feel embarrassed about it. And I'm sorry I feel embarrassed. I'm sorry that I feel like, this way. Um, you, you felt none of this embarrassment and shame when people didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. So you just coming forward and saying, like, that really doesn't mean anything. It's no. just empty, 100%. Like, oh, you feel embarrassed? I'm so sorry for you. Yeah. Who committed just assault on other people. I'm so sorry that you feel bad about it. That was, you made that decision, but okay. Someone on Twitter, Tawny Newsom, tweeted... Wake me up when famous dudes start apologizing like, I'm trash. Always have been. I got caught, so now I'm public trash. I relinquish all my hair plugs. Here are five (laughs) black women you could hire to replace me. In closing, Star Trek Discovery is good. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, just, it's just, it would be, uh, refreshing is not even the right word, but it would just be interesting to see someone literally apologize. <laughs> no, like, I'm sorry my actions were interpreted this way. I'm sorry that you felt that this was offensive. <laughs> I'm sorry um, I feel embarrassed and shameful mm-hmm. because of things I did. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sorry it's public. Yeah, I'm sorry that, um, I've you guys fired. found out. Sorry I've been fired. Um, yeah, what would be even better than sincere apologies would be, um, people not doing yeah, that would things be that require apologies. One. The number one would be that for sure. That'd be cool. For sure. Uh, speaking of apologies, I was on Twitter earlier today, and Samantha Ravindal, I don't know how to say her last name, because she never really uses it, but she's a makeup <laughs> artist, she's from, she's based in Vancouver, um, she, Brahms. yes, Brahms, um, she tweeted a very lengthy apology about something that I had no idea about, so I had to go look up the picture to see yeah. it for myself, um, so, really briefly, and then I will read you her apology. She apparently did um, a makeup recreation of Nicki Minaj's several years ago, um, and that included making her face darker than it naturally yes. is. Um, and here, I'll show you the picture. It's not even It's not even good. I mean, like, her makeup skills have definitely come a long way. <laughs> But here, so the picture itself is not, uh, it's more orange face than anything. Okay. Yeah. It's not great. It's not great. It's not a good, uh, not a good look. Certainly not her color. But what's even more problematic than that is the caption on the photo is, just thought I would be black for a day. Oh, big yikes. Yeah. So, Samantha tweeted out her apology, and I will read it to you now, and we can discuss. Okay, I'm ready. She says, Several years ago, when I was about 18, I posted a photo on my personal Facebook in which I had done makeup on myself to mimic a photo of Nicki Minaj, skin color included. This photo has resurfaced multiple times on various websites, and every time I've seen it, my heart drops. I am deeply embarrassed and ashamed by my ignorance at that time. I would never purposely do anything to hurt anyone, and as I've said many times before, I'm still learning and will undoubtedly make mistakes in the future. To my supporters and friends that are people of color, I cannot begin to describe how sorry I am for this and for letting you down. I am so grateful to learn from your experiences and continue to educate those that support me as I learn as well. To my supporters and friends that are white, please do not excuse my actions or speak over those that this affects. Learn from my mistakes. Open your heart to how others face persecution daily due to something they can't and would never want to change. And take it upon yourself to use your privilege to stand up for what's right. Social consciousness towards issues such as this has changed so much in a short time. And I'm proud to be a part of a generation that cares so deeply about trying to do better. And I will continue to do so myself. I'm sorry and thank you for holding myself and others accountable. I love you guys. I am forever thankful for your thoughtfulness, support, and love. End scene. So, a well-written apology. A pretty good. Um, I think there for sure can be something said about people who do things like that and have actively grown from mm -hmm. it. And not, because a lot of the time it's like that, something comes out, it's like, oh, they did blackface in this video. And people are like, yeah, no, that's a big nope. Mm -hmm. You should not do that. That's, yeah. And they're like, I've changed since I posted that two weeks ago. And you're like, mm, no, <laughs> I don't think you have. But, yeah, I it sounds sincere, 
but also it's easy to sound sincere yeah. over a tweet or exactly. a series of tweets. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think it definitely was well-written for the most part. Uh, you know, she kind of said all the right things. Oh, it sounded like she had a checklist. Yeah. And was like, okay, you know. include this bit, include privilege. Yeah. Check that word off. Um, but also, Samantha is, and I could be mistaken, she is a couple years older than us, so she's 25, I think, at the oldest. Yeah. Which means when she was 18, it wasn't that long ago. Um, And, I mean, it's not like we've just figured out that doing blackface is bad. Yeah, I know. Um, You know, I mean, we kind of knew it was bad when Laurence Olivier was doing it. Like, (laughs) This is is the thing that always kills me when these types of stories come out. It's always that, like, oh, I was young, I didn't know. And it's like, okay, sometimes you're like fair like you've obviously grown a bit but also this has been not cool for some time yeah um and so i i don't doubt that she has since learned (laughs) that that is a big no-no but it's just it's questionable to me and also i'm pretty sure like not that this excuses anything but it's just more kind of like I guess you can see where, like, why she did this, I guess, yeah. but uh, she lives in Vancouver now, but I'm pretty sure she grew up in a smaller town. Like, mm. I think she's from, like, Kelowna or something. Yeah. And so I think, like, you and I kind of coming from a multicultural city like Toronto, yeah. um, we've just always been surrounded by a medley of people, mm-hmm. and I think we just uh, we know what's racist and what's not. Going from that too, though, <laughs> there was that video of two people from our own high school where they did blackface. Oh, right. So that was that was here in Toronto. Yeah. So it That's might just true. be <laughs> honestly, people are just trash. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the whole oh, I was eighteen and I have a. I was like, it's not really an excuse. No. Um, I feel like there's a way to mention that without making it seem like an excuse. Like, if you're talking about, like, if it was just like, oh, there's a picture going around of me again from when I was 18. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. It's super messed up. I'm sorry I did it. Yeah. I, I realize now how messed up it was. And, like, I'll continue to do better moving forward. Yeah. Like, but it doesn't have to be, I was only 18 and I didn't know and... Like, it's like, but yeah. you probably did. You probably did. Or you should have. <laughs> That's the like, thing. You probably had, like, an inkling that it, like, wasn't the chillest thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there were girls from our high school that did blackface <laughs> and then posted about it on the internet. And both Zoe and I were like, yikes! We were like, is this happening? Is this real life? That's so problematic. Fun. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, uh, is just uh, exactly just like a long groan Tina groan um so that's that um yeah I didn't really like a conclusion for that little just something to take (laughs) just make your own opinion yeah um don't do blackface (laughs) would be my suggestion um if anything (laughs) 
just just a good a good take that away from this good life lesson don't Um, do it i don't do it don't if you think it might be blackface don't do it if you're like this is a shade too dark for me is this offensive don't do it just yeah (laughs) like as a rule Mm -hmm. stop (laughs) just stop stop right now thank you very much don't do blackface nailed it end of story is there anything we have that vine quiz to do vine quiz yes let's Let's lighten the mood i feel like we've discussed a lot of um heavy things a lot of a lot of stuff we also have our favorites to do yes yes okay so um rachel whitehurst who i mentioned on this podcast a lot because I love and respect her. Um, <laughs> she tweeted this BuzzFeed quiz, and it is called, If you can't remember 20 out of 26 of these iconic vines, get out me car. So I immediately sent it to Zoe so we could do this, um, because if you didn't know, we are vine-loving pieces of trash. We are. That's confirmed. So we're going to Confirmed. We're going to okay. do it. So the first one, the quote is, I'm in me mum's car, blank, get out me car. And the options are broom broom, beep beep, honk honk, zoom zoom. Uh, very obviously. Broom broom. broom. Correct. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) The next one is look at all those blanks. So the options are chickens, geese, ducks, soldiers. (laughs) Look at all those soldiers. It is Look chicken. at all those chickens. chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and their seagulls, which is delightful. Uh, a classic. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Blank, stop fucking lying. I feel like the uh, answers are just they keep being the first, first one. one. Yeah. So we have... Mm, oh my god <laughs> holy shit dude i'm serious why god why and the answer is obviously oh my god oh my god stop fucking lying officer i've, I've got, got one, one question, question for, for you the, for you <laughs> i for almost you. said it <laughs> the options who dressed are, you who dressed you where did you buy these what, what are, are those and why, why? what are what those, those? Oh my god. <laughs> the next one is blank James. We got King James, Rick James, LeBron James, Kevin James, LeBron, LeBron James. James. LeBron James. <laughs> I, I smell sm- like cheese. I smell like beef. I smell like feet. I smell like farts. I just want to save this audio of you <laughs> saying all those things. It's going to be used against um, me. Beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. You have to say it like you're in pain. I smell <laughs> like beef. That girl's so scary. This is the best vine of all time. <laughs> it's blank, my dudes. 2015. 2015. Time to party. party. Wednesday. Spidey time. It is Wednesday, Wednesday my dudes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hi. Welcome, Welcome to, to hell, hell, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome. Welcome to Chili's. Welcome to your nightmare. Welcome to Chili's. Hi. Welcome to Chili's. 
<laughs> I love this one so much. <sighs> so we have blank, Richard. Why, Richard? What are you doing, Richard? What the fuck, Richard? How dare you, Richard? And it's obviously, what the fuck, Richard? Because he throws a frisbee. A frisbee across the road. I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember. Oh. I was really fucked up. I was crazy back then. Um, I was probably fucked up. I was way too young. It was so long ago. It's all so hazy. Hazy. I was probably fucked up. I'm washing blank. <laughs> me and my, my clothes. clothes. My, my whole, whole self. self. The weird off me. My sins. sins. I'm washing me and my clothes. Multitasking. She got it. She got it. Oh my god, they're there, daddy's here, daddy's got you, dot dot dot, not, psych, bruh, yeah right. I actually don't know I this don't one. I don't know this one either, I think it's psych, I'm going with psych. Correct. Cool, cool. Never seen that one. Is It almost looks like that Sydney girl, remember that Sydney oh, girl? Oh, it does, it does. Anyway, um, blank, I'll make her dance, bands, <laughs> pants, beans, bees. I think it's bees. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. it is. So cute. <laughs> you won't let me in the car. How is this safe? Do you need gas money? Are we almost there? What do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect? Oh my obviously. god. That was blank. Legitness. Radical. Radical. Epical. Intensity. intensity. That was legitness. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the best part of that vine is someone in the background think it's his mom. It's like, yes, it was. It was like, legitness. Yeah, you're right. It's not blank, okay? <laughs> it's not fair. It's not quiet. It's not nice. It's not funny. funny. <laughs> it's not funny, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> Oh my god, it's summer, I've got my hat on backwards and it's time to jump in the pool, <laughs> fucking party, do lots of drugs, drink a beer, fucking party. Hi. <laughs> Hi, blank. Wow. Hi yourself. <laughs> Fuck you, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god, I love Chipotle. Chipotle is my life. That's the answer. I'm not reading yeah. the rest. <laughs> that kid this is, is me. This is my <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this Oh one. god, a classic. This is why mom doesn't fucking love like you. Shoot, he like shoots something. <laughs> she was like, ah! Ugh. That's fun. Oh, oh my god, is this... Logan Paul, who is this? This, this guy? Picture. Yeah. Does it look like, like Logan British guy? Paul? Oh, it is. Does I it kind of look like Logan Paul, Paul, though. Logan Paul. Um, you have no empathy for other human, human beings. beings. I can't believe you've done this. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Adam. <laughs> we need to post this because this is hilarious. This is awesome. If your, your name, name is Junior and you're really handsome, come on, raise your hand. <laughs> That's the answer. I love him. Oh my god, Logan. What the fuck is up, Kyle? No. No. What did no. you say, dude? What the no. fuck? <laughs> oh, step the fuck up, Kyle. Oh, so good. So <laughs> oh, wow. wow. We were possessed. Wow. wow. My favorite. Bad. 
back, back at, at it again, again at Dairy Queen. KFC. <laughs> we got 26 out of 26 right. Oh, hell yeah. I almost, like, moved at the last minute and got slapped directly in the face. You clown. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. 26 out of 26. Oh. We know our vines. As if there was any doubt Boom. that we would nail that I'm going to tweet my result, actually. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> Share your results. Do it. Do it right now. If your name is Junior and you're really handsome, come on, raise your hand. Actually, I'm not going to do my results. That's really cheesy. Um, <laughs> okay. Do we have anything else to discuss? Your faves. Faves. Okay. End of the month. Um, this is November 30th, but you guys will hear this on December 1st. Happy December. I just opened my calendar. <laughs> you just wanted to hammer home that it's going to be December 1st. Okay. Um, my favorites. I don't have a ton for this month. I have two podcasts and two TV shows. Okay. So podcasts. Uh, Whoa. Excuse me. Dirty John. Yes. Which so I listened good. to at the beginning of the month. It was phenomenal. 10 out of 10. Right. I would recommend and then also, I was talking about it last week, but No Jumper. <laughs> I've been listening to so much No Jumper, and I just want to say, I don't agree with everyone <laughs> that Adam has interviewed, and I don't agree with all of his views, but there are some of the podcasts that I really enjoy, and yeah. I really like his co-host, Robesman. He's really funny. Um, so that's a favorite of mine. And then for TV, Shameless because I mentioned this, like, way back at the beginning of the podcast, but I was re-watching it and then, like, continuing to watch it because I never got caught up on it. And I um, started re, like, watching it again this month, like, getting caught up. Yeah. And then also I convinced my mom to start watching it, so I was re-watching it with her. Um, and I love it. I love uh, the Gallaghers. I love my family. <laughs> they, I love them so much. Um, and then my other TV favorite for this month is Godless, which is a new Netflix original. Yes. It's really good. I haven't watched that yet either. There's a lot of things that are still I feel on like my you list. would hate it because yeah. it starts off really slow. Like, I didn't think okay. I was going to like it. The first half an hour of the first episode, it was just a lot of, like, scenery oh, okay. and, like, not a lot of dialogue. And I... I like dialogue heavy yeah. things. I like Aaron Sorkin scripts. I like Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Like, I like things that are really heavy on dialogue. And the first half an hour of the first episode wasn't like okay. that. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to yeah. like this. Like, it's just trying to be, like, very, like, moody Earthy. and stuff. Yeah. But then it really picks up. And it's just one of those shows that, like, it builds and builds. And, oh, my God, it was phenomenal. I loved yeah. it. So good. Another thing to try. <laughs> yeah. Um, my list is also pretty short, but I actually have one this time, as opposed to... because I gave you a heads up yeah, today. <laughs> flying on the seat of my pants, and like, what do I like? Oh my god, <laughs> quickly. Um, Walk Moon's new album. Oh, yeah. What If Nothing. Very good. I've listened to it once. Very fun. I'm glad that they're back, and I'm excited to go see them in January. Mm -hmm. Um, also... This is us. I finally started watching it. Super behind <laughs> on that. <laughs> but very good, very emotional, very good though. True that. Really enjoy it. And also Shane Dawson just did a series of videos this week that's about uh reconnecting with his dad cuz his like childhood was really not 
great. Mm -hmm. And his dad left when he was really young and it was, like, not a good situation. It was, like, he did, like, a draw my life thing when that was happening about it. And it was, like, his dad was kind of this very, like, aggressive, like, alcoholic Mm kind of guy. And he really didn't speak to him after that. And then if you watch, like, progression of, like, his videos when he's on YouTube, it's all, like, oh, there's, like, a father dance at school and he's, like, befriending a kid and it's, like, oh, like, I'll dance. Like, it's very much, like, you see him trying to, like, Mm -hmm. bring that into his life. So he did, like, a three-part video this week that was, like... The first one was just kind of, like, talking about the situation with his dad. The second one, he sat down with his mom and was, like, asking if it was okay. Mm -hmm. Because he's, like, I feel, like, a sense of loyalty to my mom because of just everything. So he's, like, I just wanted to make sure it was fine with her. And then the third one, he goes and visits his dad and they just, like, talk through it. And it's, like, it was very emotional. Like, you'll cry the entire time you watch it. I'm, like, almost crying just, like, hearing Um, you explain it. Because it's one of those things, like, he says it in the video, too, is just, like, the thing of realizing that your parents are human beings too like and it was just like <laughs> it's very good like all together the le- the third part video is like 18 minutes yeah. but the two before it are like five and I think like six minute videos yeah. but it was just like it's really good and just like a lot of people are saying like even if you look on Twitter and like the things that he's retweeting it's like a lot of people going like we have so much respect for you now just from, like, content that you're making Mm -hmm. because it's before it's, like, let me eat this crazy thing from Pizza Hut. And now it's, like, it it was, like, a little documentary. It was very cute. Uh, Really enjoyed it. And it's very, it was very nice. I'll have to watch that. That's really good. It was very, it's very emotional. But he was saying, like, at the end of the video, he's, like, crying. He's, like, this changed my life. Like, it's my, the favorite video I've ever done and it legitimately is going to, like, change my life. This is, like, a new day. It was very nice. I really liked it. So that's my favorite. Those are good favorites. Yeah, those are my favorites. Nice. Anything else? Podmas. Podmas. Wow. I <laughs> like the hand too. <laughs> We're doing 12 Days of Podmas starting December 13th. Well, where we'll be promoting a podcast a day mm-hmm. up until Christmas. Yes. I think there's three or four spots left so if, if you, you want to email us interested let us know yes i just would like to take a moment to say that zoe does 98 percent of the stuff for this podcast and i am very appreciative of it because um i don't know i'm sure other people would like be better at like managing it but i just i I don't, I am at work from 9 till 5, and then I just, I don't, I'm exhausted when I get home, which there's no reason for it, because I don't do anything. Um, You do things, don't say you don't do anything. I don't do anything physically exhausting, Um, and I just, I find it very hard to manage having a full-time job, and then also doing this podcast, which um, has turned out to be, like, not more, not, I don't want to say work, because I'm not, like, going on a podcast, (laughs) but it's just, like, more, um... I, I don't know, intensive or than I initially thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And Zoe does the majority of it. So anytime you see a tweet from the podcast account or a post on Instagram or the Instagram stories, she does all of that. The only thing I do is I show up and I talk into a microphone and it's very you do easy other for me. Stuff too. Um, she came up with this whole idea on her own. She does all of the little artwork and stuff for it. Like 
for like our um like stories and like the you'll see artwork for the 12 days of podma she's doing all of that and so i just wanted to publicly say thank you i'm emotionally fragile and i'm gonna start crying don't do that (laughs) um i just wanted to publicly say thank you and let all of you people listening know who was responsible for making this (laughs) podcast as good as it is so you're too much that's That's all (laughs) that's all as i'm gonna sit here weeping in my corner if you would like to follow us on social media and see all of the fun stuff that zoe does to promote this podcast (laughs) logan does things too i don't do anything she does things i don't lying i'm not i'm not um i just talk that's all i do and i do that anyway so um no you can follow us uh facebook twitter instagram at honestly pod or slash honestly pod wherever you're coming from um we you can email us at the honestly podcast at gmail.com and you can go to our website which is www.thehonestlypodcast.com wixsite.com oh dot wixsite.com we don't have the money for our own domain wishful thinking (laughs) Um, yeah, you can find us in all of those places. That's it? All of those places. All of those places, yeah. That makes sense. Oh, night. Thank you. That's it? That's That's all. all. Bye. Bye!